And here are the categories for you. Civil servants. Stamps from around the world. Mothers and sons. Beer. Bar trivia. And finally, celibacy. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. How do you know this? That's what I do. I drink, and I know things. Don't know much about history. Don't know much biology. Don't know much about a science book. Don't know much about the French art. Broadcasting from the Live Network Studios in West Atlantic City, New Jersey, it's the Quizzo Trivia Podcast with your hosts, Nick and Drew. To participate, tweet us at Quizzo Podcast or send us an email at info at quizzopodcast.com. That's Q-U-I-Z-Z-O. Now, let's get to the show. Slip me over and I guess you thought I was all right. Welcome to episode 320 of the Quizzo Trivia Podcast, the end of August. The, the sadness is setting in. I'm, I'm one episode away from the Boys of Summer intro. Well, there's the tinge of fall in the air today, but apparently tomorrow's supposed to be 90. Yeah, so, so. But, but this is like that hint. It's oh, like, it's coming. Hey, remember how it's this that feels? that back to school hint. Remember how this feels? Yeah, yeah but tonight's the day. That's, this is a good one for, for Saturday to get that 75 degree beach day. Mm-hmm. Mint. All right, Nick, I'm going to start you off with an over-under. How does that sound? Go for it. Over-under, three billion with a B. How many people worldwide wear glasses? Billion? Billion with a B. Oh, my gosh. I, I got to go under. Over. That's nuts. Four billion people wear glasses, Nick. So that's more than half? Four billion people wear glasses, Nick. I'm surprised that there's not countries where you can't get glasses. <laughs> Apparently, it's so common now. Like if, you got, if your glasses broke, like somewhere in India, you feel like you're getting another pair, or you just <laughs> depends on the place. You're out. It depends on the place and how far the. I've always seen movies in the '80s where somebody broke their glasses, and it was like, "Well, that's it for that." Yeah. Well, there was that <laughs> famous Simpsons scene where Sim, uh, Homer's last brain cell is alone, and he could finally yes. read. <laughs> yes. Yes. He breaks his glasses. <laughs> No. What does he there say? There was time. <laughs> there was time. <laughs> That's unbelievable. I, I'm finally More alone. Than half the people wear glasses. Yep. Four billion. Hmm. I still can't. Still, for some reason, that's just not registering. I mean, kids don't necessarily wear glasses. What, sure they do. What age? What's the median age at which people get their first pair of glasses? Over or under thirty. All right. Well, if you type in Google. How many people wear glasses? According to two separate sources, four billion people wear glasses. At least four billion people across the globe wear uh, glasses. Reference of the Vision Council of America's estimates. 75% of adults worldwide okay. rely on some sort of sight correction product, and 64% wear prescription glasses. Statistics reveal. Say that again. What percent? 75% of adults right, worldwide that I heard. and 64% wear prescription so some people wear glasses and like reading glasses because they don't have a prescription necessary for anything else. Okay, but so there's eight billion people, right? Right. In the United States, 164 million adults wear glasses. The percentage of children who wear glasses and contact lenses varies by age and sex. 
So this is saying uh, everyone is different. Most patients get their first pair or reader sometime between the age of 41 and 60. So it just it seems it seems beyond. I mean, I guess most kids wear glasses end up getting them during elementary and middle school between 6 and 12. I wonder what percentage of kids between 6 and 12 get glasses. It must be way higher than what I'm thinking. But because you think if you exclude most of the people under the age of 40, how could half of the world be wearing well, we got two people here. You wear glasses? Nope. I do. 50 <laughs> That's all I can tell you. Uh, all, right. all right. Good one. I, I was. I was. Uh, I was shocked. I, I thought the number like was a crazy. Number. I was like, I got to get into the eyeglass business. I'm like, there's your market. Half the world. Yeah. If you if you can pull something off there. How's lens crafter stock doing? Well, augmented reality, right? That's coming. So the the merging of like the traditional eyewear and electronics and your smartphone and all of that stuff, get ready, folks. You heard it here first. I mean, isn't there going to be a contact lens? Don't you think that that's the way that they'll do it? Sure. There's a lot of ways you could do it, but some people don't like contact lens because of the irritation. And like glasses are much more comfortable. But the way they look now is very bulky. Fix that. I mean, yeah, there's got to be a way to fix it's that. Coming, man. I'm telling you, you're going to have a normal pair of sunglasses and. You'll be able to project a 200-foot movie screen into the future, into the distance to watch it. You'll be able to pull up your computer. You'll be able to send emails. You'll be able to talk to it. And yeah, just it doesn't, doesn't send even stuff seem out. like that's that far off. No, all the stuff is there. Yeah. If I go like, uh, computer, open up an email, address it to Nick, send the following message. It's like in your, your, your Apple CarPlay, but on your glasses. I mean, this is not everything I'm not doing far, is yeah, already it's there. Not that far you off. know what I mean? Yeah, and then it's going to be you're going to see it. It'll be like send and it'll talk to you and then you'll be like send. That looks good. Yeah. yeah. All right. Get ready. True or false? Hugh Grant. You're a big Hugh Grant I'm fan. Such a big Hugh Grant fan. Hugh Especially Grant. Especially his latest performance. Maybe my favorite thing ever. Which was Oh, he's playing an Oompa Loompa in the new Willy Wonka movie. He is. Yes, and uh, wow. it's just like his face on a min- So they're doing another Willy Wonka. An origin story Willy Wonka. Well, the, the last one was so bad. Chalamet. That, uh, and I love Tim Burton, but that last Willy Wonka movie was That was awful. a remake of the yeah, original. Yeah, but it was but just this is, a, this is just a completely different. Good. I love origin story, so. Yep. Uh, that's good to know. How Willy became Wonka is how they're selling okay. it. Okay. And is Hugh... Grant, the leader of the Oompa Loompas? Uh, yeah, he's basically. Be, right? he's, yeah, he's just it's like... Because they're all kind of the same, those Oompa Loompas. When I show I you what his not like face... not a star of the group. It, it, is the, it may be the greatest face I've ever seen. Uh, I thought you were going to say that HBO show he did with Nicole Kidman. Did you watch that? I have not. That was really good. Yeah, but like I can't unsee this face because I just I find it to be so unbelievably fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's great. Just, it's just it is great. Like I mean, Hugh Grant kills it. What, what what can we do? All right, so true or false? Hugh Grant has the middle name Mungo. Oh, it's got to be true. If it isn't God, I hope it is. Take Hugh it. Mungo. Hugh Mungo Grant. <laughs> I didn't even think of. So I didn't even think of the. Uh, clearly, his parents have a sense of humor. I love it, Mungo. Can we start calling him that now? Well, it's like, I want to name my kid Hugh only if, if I get name Mungo. Mungo deal. Oh, should we have suggested that to, uh, I mean, <laughs> There listen. you go. All right, that's it. That's the nickname. I'm giving Hugh it to him. Hugh Mungo. No, that's the nickname. There you go. Mungo. Well, well, his dad, this new Hugh that we're referencing, right. that's big guy. Maybe he can be Hugh Mungo. Mungo. If he's going to be a football player, 
just start going with the nickname Mugga. He <laughs> wants to be a Steeler. That's what the dad's hoping for. He's a Steeler fan. Oh, yeah? yeah? There you go. Which I respect. I If there is a fan base in football, especially if you grew up there, that I just have the utmost respect for, that I'm jealous of to the highest degree, it is being Packer fan one, Steeler fan two. It's the difference between Packer fan and Steeler fan for sure. It's the Packers in the 80s, like the 70s and 80s. There was a very Stop. irrelevant period. The Steelers very, have never, never been, been irrelevant. I mean, well, besides Big Ben, when did they ever pick in the top 15? I mean, he wasn't even a top. He was 11. Well, he was 11, 12, right? right? He wasn't top 10. But yeah. yeah. No, they like, are they unbelievable. They never pick early no. in the draft. No. They get guys like Kenny Pickett who become 10-year franchise starters and, uh, you know. Yeah, and that guy I was a little nervous about, but he looks good. Oh, he's gonna be fine. Yeah. He's gonna be fine. He's gonna be a, a Pittsburgh Steeler quarterback through and through. Yeah. That's that's what you're gonna get out of him. Those guys aren't the flashiest. Those guys are just winners. They just don't lose games. And they draft receivers like it's oh, nobody's business. Whoever their front office scouting staff is for receivers, like how's Belichick not stolen that guy? Because right. he's the worst. <laughs> he's like the worst. He's like at the it. anti-Patriots. Yeah. If, if I'm them, I'm just like I, I'm literally sending a spy company. To follow around their scouts to see what games they're going to. That's the approach know. I would take. Oh, they're at Ole Miss this week? Yeah. Because, I mean, as good as Belichick is at everything else, he's, drafting receivers is not. He is the worst ever. Not right. one of the things. Is it my question to you? Yeah. Okay. Nick, true or false? The word rooster was created specifically to replace a certain four letter phallic slang word. <laughs> All right. I'll say true. It is. <laughs> that we didn't call them in roosters until it just got to be in the 1800s, unbearable. There was so much foul use of the other <laughs> word that right. they had to create a new word to describe the animal because of all the English references to that. And South and Carolina didn't change their nickname to the roosters. Huh? No, sir. They are still the Gamecocks. <laughs> but but rooster was a man-made creation. Listen, let's just let's, go with rooster. <laughs> But it's what is the thing? What does it sound like? What the hell does that even mean? Like a think rooster? of a rooster, you know what I mean? It's uh, Goose's son in uh, Top Gun. Oh, it's the greatest! Uh, it's it's Matthew McConaughey's brother, Rooster McConaughey. Oh yeah, Rooster McConaughey. <laughs> That's right. I forgot. There's another. It's, rooster. The, it's a it's a uh, Alice in Chains song. There's a lot of you. Oh yeah, they came to snuff the rooster. <laughs> <laughs> he was. It's about a sniper. The rooster was the sniper. There you go. Yeah, but like I just uh, the greatest use of that ever was the Seinfeld clip. And and mental note to Drew: if you re- listen to this podcast, put this clip in right now. Seinfeld of uh, George's dad asking uh, his fiance's parents about the difference between a rooster and a hen. Okay. And and he's like. Uh, uh, here, I'll... Uh, I don't remember this at all. Okay. A- anything this, this with is, uh, George's dad in it. It is the, the greatest George's dad moment ever. George Costanza Rooster. You ready? Here yeah. we go. This is, uh, this is why I love having this. First, we are going to skip the ad. All right, we'll give you an ad. Okay, whatever company you were. Let me understand. You got the hen chicken and the rooster the rooster goes with the chicken so who's having sex with the hen <laughs> first time meeting his fiance's parents you only hear of a hen a rooster and a chicken something's missing something's missing all right <laughs> they're all chickens the rooster has sex with all of them <laughs> that's perverse <laughs> 
that's perverse. They're all chickens. <laughs> They're all ch- the father <laughs> of the bride. Yeah. Is, hates this guy. Like immediately meets George's dad and hates George already. Right. So he's like, I'm gonna hate this guy too. It's like they're all chickens. <laughs> the hen has sex with all, the rooster has sex, sex with all of them. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, that's perverse. <laughs> <laughs> that's why it's the greatest show of all time. Uh, the Sheevers letters. Go look it up, fun, uh, folks. It's 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 classic. All right. So yeah, you got it right. Rooster, man-made creation to guard for the word gamecock. That's funny. Yep. Sports. Uh, how many pitchers in the modern era have won over 30 games in a season? How many pitchers in the – so since 1900, how many pitchers have I won – I only know Denny McLean. It's the only guy I know. But I have to assume back in the day that was much more common. Uh, I, I would just say one. You got it. Is Denny McLean? Jesus Christ, that's crazy. That crazy and that guy. Like, <laughs> it's not Bob Gibson. Raging alcoholic. Not and, Steve like, Carlton. Oh, Denny McLean, who not had one year – that's like one, a sell your soul to the devil. Nineteen sixty-eight. Yeah, yeah. Won thirty games. games. Crazy. Crazy. I don't know that um, Degrom has won thirty games in his career. <laughs> he's got two Cy Youngs. He's, I'm not a, sure if he's Cy Young won with like games. a nine and nine record once or something. I don't know what it was, but it was crazy. Yeah, I think he won ten games. Won ten and nine. Won a Cy Young. That is that is absolutely nuts. So All right. The only only time. Just hard to believe. Uh, I got a good sports one for you. Okay. Nick, by age 27, who has more NFL touchdowns? Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes. By age 27. Now, this is a little bit strange only in the sense of that I wouldn't even think it would be close. Which is making me nervous about this question because I would. I mean, I'm going to end up saying Patrick Mahomes, but did Brady have that, like, 50-touchdown year when he was 27? I thought he was older than that. That would have been the 2000 – was that the 2007 pa- Patriots? Yes, definitely was the 2007 Patriots when he set the record. Yeah, so I guess he would have been – he's a rookie. You know, yeah, so I guess he would have had that, that big year. That would make it close. But I'm still going to go with Mahomes. You are correct, and your instincts were even more correct – because it is not even close. Okay, that, that's what I was. That's what I was thinking. In like, fact, it should be absurdly w- within the first uh, group of years of their career. The level at which this is not close is scary. You ready? Mahomes at age twenty-seven, one hundred and ninety-two touchdowns versus forty-nine interceptions. Okay. Brady, 97 touchdowns versus fifty-two interceptions. Double the touchdowns he's got. Double. Double. How about this? Yards, 24,241 for Mahomes, 13,919. What makes Brady sick One and a half is... more seasons. Now, if you want to know. Okay. So the difference, though, is only one and a half more seasons. Right. So if Brady threw 100 touchdowns in the season, then that would be. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing with Brady is that 40-year-old. That's what made him. Like, when. When Brady was here, in his 30s, nobody the point. thought they he was going to be the record They're saying he's the undisputed GOAT. If Mahomes goes at this level, already two Super Bowl wins, oh, already two first-team All-Pros, already two MVPs, uh, Super Bowl MVPs, right? Right, he's got two MVPs and two Super yeah. Bowl MVPs. Yeah, and he's got these statistics. He will have every record in the history of the NFL by a wide mile, even passing Brady by, by a wide mile. And he'll do it if he stays on course by age 36. So, 
that's pretty. That's assuming Brady doesn't come back and start pulling. Well, off, yeah, that you know, that's a ship of sales. Fifty-one-year-old uh, BS. Yeah, I mean, imagine if Mahomes had beaten Brady too. He'd be at three when they played each other in the Super Bowl, and Brady would be at six. Well, that would be that's, much that's more attainable. The, that's kind of the like, one thing Brady's always going to have over him is like, I beat your ass at forty-four years. Yeah, old. but that that Chiefs team got there on a broken leg. I mean, they were just... There's no question. Plus, they're not playing each other. You know what I mean? Like, Mahomes stunk against a very good defense for the Bucs, and Brady was okay. The Chiefs were actually favored in that game. Yeah, but Brady wasn't, like, great. That was one of the worst Super Bowl... It was like a squeaker. You know what I mean? It wasn't like... uh, Remember, it was No, they blew him out. Yeah, but it was it was in like, the first half they just destroyed them in the first it, half. It, it, it wasn't like oh look at all this. It was like a series of unfortunate events that just led to like ah oh, this game. What the hell's going on here? Yeah. So yeah. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, how many times has the United States women's national team won the World Cup? I think they have uh, either two or three. Um, three. It's actually four. Four? Okay. One four. I know they won back to back. They won back they to lost, back. But I didn't but know how many times previously they won. Yeah. I remember four. looking it up recently. So. But yeah, well, four is still very impressive. The only other country doing that? Not women, men. Brazil. Brazil. Yeah. But women have been playing way less in right, the World right, Cup right. Uh, in terms of years. So, um, all right. I got a, uh, an interesting one for you. In both the NFL and Major League Baseball, in the history of both sports, right? Okay. Have there been more or less than 250 sets of siblings to play in the league? So here's the – it's not a clue at all, but this is why the question is. It's crazy how close it is between – How no- many baseball and how many brothers? And, yeah, crazy. Because you think that's a weird thing because you have way more football players, Right. It's true. It's true. Uh, but way fewer seasons because the history of baseball. But it's like it, it's remarkably even for as, as weird as those dynamics Right, but you have are. three times as many football players on a team. Right. Right. So there hasn't been three times as many baseball players. But I guess it's just hmm. – you know what's – But baseball of, players' uh, careers United last States a States women's longer. national team. How about Rodman's daughter yeah, that's making that awesome. team? And that's just such an exclusive team. To, oh my God. There's only 11 starters. Yeah, so it's like for him to have father his daughter. To, yeah. I wonder who the mom was on that. And was, no offense. Was that the mom that Carmen Electra caught him with in bed and he denied that he was even in bed with her? And no offense. She's like, I'm looking at you Rodman, right now. He's like, I don't know how she got like here. She must have fallen He's like the last guy I would think that would end up with like a daughter. Who's that a world-class athlete. Yeah, like yeah, discipline just, doesn't strike it, you as. Right, right. If you were like, oh, Rodman's daughter's a mess. Like that sounds sounds right. Rodman's daughter's on the pole. Uh, there you go. Makes sense Makes to me. Makes sense to right, me. But no, but looks like, can be deceiving. No. But Rodman's daughter is in the starting she eleven. She's trained in the North Korean ways of soccer. <laughs> Exclusive one-on-one training with Kim Jong. Um, I'm gonna say over 250 sets in both leagues. Can, can You're buy. correct. Yeah. So it's uh, it's about three to four hundred for both. Each one has Each about three or four hundred. Football has slightly more. Okay. Baseball has about three hundred. No, no. Baseball has more. Baseball has four hundred sets of siblings. Football has about three hundred sets of siblings. And that's what I found a little bit interesting too, is because baseball ended up more. having more. But it's been going on a lot longer. And I wonder if back in the day, that was more common because it's much easier common. to make a team. And it's if you like, have hey, like your a brother, brother, yeah, and your brother, <laughs> bring his ass along. It's it's yeah, exactly. like a league of their own. League of their own, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But that was probably common in football too. You know, especially in college. It was like, yeah, we'll take you as long as you're – we'll take your brother as long as you come. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? So I don't know how much that worked in the NFL, but like I said, that's a pretty hefty I, number. I wonder how, like, I'm not surprised I don't know this more, but, like, when did it become a full-time job being a baseball player versus being a football player, whereas, like, you could it probably was, it create a living. It wasn't in the 60s. You football? know what I mean? No, baseball. Like, in the 60s, it, it still worked was, in the offseason? It, it still was a – I wasn't guys, sure when that started. Some guys. To... I would say probably around the 70s. Like, once free agency took place and stuff yeah, like but that. I mean, Mickey Mantle, 1951, Willie Mays, those guys were all – They got paid. Right. Yeah, but, but Mickey Mantle was other... working at Bally's at the end of his career because he was broke. Right. Well – So he didn't make right, enough but money but he was to... making money back in the day. Right. Maybe he was, but, like, the 23rd guy on the Yankees that oh, was sure. drifting between – Oh, I mean, look between... at it now. you got quarterbacks making $50 yeah. million a year. Right. But most of the league is out of the right. NFL. Right. So if you were, if you so were an average guy or a minor league guy, you sure. were making nothing. And there was no structure of bonuses back then. Or like you got drafted and you got a big bonus to live on while you came up through the system. Right, right. Like right. these, if you're drafted within the first ten rounds of Major League Baseball, you're given enough money that if you're not a stupid idiot, you can make it to major leagues on the you know piss poor salary they give you as a minor league athlete because you had that bonus. Right. Like if you're drafted in the first round, your bonus could be six million dollars. Right. right. So you're living off of that in prorated form. But if you're in the tenth round, your bonus is about seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. And that may not seem like, you know, earth-shattering money, but if you're going to be making 25 grand a year playing minor league baseball for God knows how long now, yep. 6 7 years, you got to make that 70 750,000 treat it like it's a 10 year $75,000. Yeah. You know. Yeah, thing to get you to baseball, right? In your 20s. Yeah. So, but good stuff. All right, uh, you ready to move on to geography history? Yeah. All right, let's do it. I got a good one for you. Who named the presidential retreat Camp David after his father and grandson? I'm almost positive I know this. Just one second here. To it is a Camp David kind of week. <clears throat> Nobody's working in the government. It, it used to be called something else. I feel like Camp David used to be called something else. It was like Fort something probably. Okay. Maybe it was a camp. I don't know. Anyway, I'm pretty sure it's Eisenhower. It is. Dwight right. Eisenhower. Good work. His son David, did he marry um, Nixon's daughter? Yeah, I think so. Yep, she is not a crook. All right, what do you <laughs> what do you got for me? Uh, Lewis and Clark began their expedition west from what major city? St. Louis, Missouri. There that's yeah. that's why the arches the arch. set up. I was yeah. uh, uh, privy the full name to, of that arch. Privy to drinking and smoking illegally at the foot of it, <laughs> and even potentially doing other things and seeing a horse. <laughs> Prince William. Prince William. It was a, it was a beautiful, beautiful horse. It was a nice looking horse. It was a nice looking horse. I think I have a picture with that horse. I, we definitely I think have we a picture do. with that horse. All right, Nick. Uh, blacksmith John Deere founded the famous company in what state in the 1800s? Hmm. Nothing runs like a deer. Nothing runs like a deer. What a great slogan. It's great. Great slogan. Yeah. Do you know he was a blacksmith? I didn't. Yeah, he was basically just effing around and coming up with some uh, hitches and stuff, and he was like, huh. I think I figured out a way to, to plow. So is he like the inventor of the lawnmower? Is that yeah, basically kind of the yeah? He's he's the creator of the first. Uh, was it like tractor lawnmower or? Because I remember the. I actually, I think my grandfather actually had one of those lawnmowers that didn't run on gas. It was just like a circle with blades on it that you just push. He invented the steel plow in 1837. The steel plow, okay. 1837. Jeez. I don't know, man. I've got nothing that's tying me to anywhere that John Still Deere there. Is. Company's still there. It's 
It's based out of the state. Based out of the state. It's headquartered in the state. It seems early for Texas. Or anything out west. So I'm going to stick more to the... I don't know, man. It's a good thought process, because in the 1800s, nothing was settled yet, and it was hot. Right. Right. I don't think your brain can invent anything in the kind of heat that Texas had in 1837. Yeah. So I'm going to lean more towards the Midwest here. Great. I'm surprised I don't know where John Deere is headquartered, honestly. I mean, I've never owned one of their products, so... He was born in Rutland, Vermont, which I've been to, which yeah. is a absolute dump. Yeah, maybe Rutland. maybe one of the the he didn't send money back. Although to they Rutland. do have, he went to Middlebury College, that's that famous school in Rutland. Uh, so Middlebury is like a private school that has the number one language program in the United States. Like if you want to go learn a foreign language, that's where you go to school. All right, well I got my answer now. If this is right because of that Vermont clue, but I'm going to say New York. Nah. It's actually Illinois. Okay, I was gonna say Indiana, and then I was lean, and then I got pulled towards New York with the Vermont birth. Yeah, and I was born in Rutland, Vermont, but uh, moved to to Redcliffe, uh, so Illinois, Illinois, and that's where the headquarters of John Deere is today. So yeah, it's tough. I mean, it's, it's tough. You know, but, but we uh, listen. We do trivia. And we do trivia in Chicago every week, so I want to like, throw go. a bone at these people. Shout out! Not make it all Bruce Springsteen in South Jersey <laughs> trivia all day long here. All right, the Pillars of Hercules stand on either side of what body of water? Uh, That's the Mediterranean. It's the entrance to the Mediterranean between uh, Gibraltar and uh, Monaco. Strait of Gibraltar. Strait of Gibraltar, yeah. Strait of Gibraltar. Yep, yep. But it's I didn't the, realize the Rock of Gibraltar is was one, one of, of the, the pillars, pillars of Hercules. Hercules. Yeah, and uh, and the other one is so Plato, when he's talking about the lost city of Atlantis, said that they are just beyond the outside of the pillars of Hercules, right? Which is a place nobody went. Only the Phoenicians ever got past there because once you get out into the Atlantic, <laughs> you had a boat. That handled the Mediterranean, and then you get onto the waters of the Atlantic. It's a different story. doesn't take a genius to figure out how long you're going to last. Most people didn't last. They never came back. So people just were like, don't go back there. Uh-huh. You go back there, the gods are not going to like you. <laughs> so the Phoenicians learned that had a master coastal sailing, so they just stayed to the coast. So they were like, all right, I get it. Don't go back there. But what if we just went around and then followed it? So supposedly they went and settled Portugal and and got all the way there but they recognized if they went into the blue that's where they ain't coming back from all right there you go history folks history all right i ready to move on to uh entertainment sure um george reeves nick played the first version of what character on the big screen superman yes the very first superman well done his son took over yeah christopher yep uh, I don't know. This is why I don't know that this is hard, but I'm not even sure if you're going to know these or not. Uh, which of the seven dwarfs has the longest name? Do you know these guys? Yeah, all right. Which has the longest? Sleepy, Doc. That's good. You already got more than me. <laughs> I was trying to remember these ones. Bashful. Uh, dopey. Doc Bashful. Dopey. Happy. It's doing pretty well. Sneezy. There you go. Jeez. So, yeah, you're more well-versed in this. I got one list. more. I think I just got six. Let's see. Doc. I already did Doc. 
I'm going to go bashful. You got it. Bashful. Well done. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure the one you missed, but me neither. You got a ball. <laughs> I'm, you got sneezy. I mean, that there's, was <laughs> there's there's uproar because again, there's like now the new Snow White is woke, and there's only one dwarf. The other six are adults that look like the like. Uh, no, they didn't. Oh yeah, they did. Wait, what? And and <laughs> there's no prince story, and the woman is like the whole thing is like her own self discovery. What? Yeah, <laughs> the story's just what gone. What are you talking about? Oh, you, you don't <laughs> it's know what not Snow White and the Seven no, Dwarfs. No, it's Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, and there's one but there's dwarf, only one? and everyone else is like a different... Is Hugh Grant in it? <laughs> you get him? New Snow White. Wait till you see this. It's crazy. I just laughed so hard. Um, and she's Latina, so in case you were curious. It's a girl, though. Yeah, it's a girl, at least. <laughs> they kept that part of the story. Uh, here you go. Why? Here's your merry band of the seven dwarves. Looks like Little Red Riding Hood. Is that Jack Black? Could be. But do yeah, you, you know, it's know, just like yeah. a multicultural band of like people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they're like, uh, there's one Looks little like a Benetton person. Ad. There's one little person. He's down there. There he is. So we'll see is which it one Peter he Dinklage? is. It isn't. But you know, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know that I mind. The backstory of the live action being they're not quite seven dwarves. They're just like seven and the seven. And it's like one dwarf. Because Is it called Snow White and the Seven? I just think it's called Snow White. Okay. So they probably changed that because it's like at this stage in time, I don't think you can really have seven little people. Yeah, I mean, it was from the Without 30s, exploitation so and can, jokes yeah, and whatever it. else. Right. So they're probably like, along the story well, line. we can't have none of them. But what if we just put one? It's like that was some Do you negotiation. Think that's better? No. I think you just don't make this one. Let's <laughs> <laughs> avoid it all together. Do we need to redo it? Yeah. All right. Is it your question? It is. All right. Go for it. Uh, well, I got one more, actually. Yeah, me too. All right. So I'll go and then you go. Yep. 20-pointer. First bonus uh, one of the pod here. Uh. Two answers. Ten points for each correct answer. I've just been firing away true false at you. But I Who the are the one. two youngest winners of the best Actress Academy Award. Ten points each. The two youngest winners. Best actress. So not supporting. Can't go Tatum O'Neill on me. Right. So this is best. Marley Matlin. Very well done. Children of a lesser, lesser God. God. The youngest. 100%. Damn. No, I knew that. I mean, that's she was really? deaf. I just don't it's, think that that's something people know. No. That's, well, I, there, there are certain... Oscar 101 trivia when yeah, we did the Oscar one that Jessica Tandy's the, the oldest, oldest, which I think is much easier. Yep, um, uh, I, I did know Tatum O'Neill was uh, was nominated for something, but she, she was, won. She won for but support. She's the youngest right. to win. Um, Who's number two? Drew Barrymore for some reason is coming to my head, but that's the youngest to host Saturday Night Live. She's never won an Academy no. Award. She was awesome in the movie Irreconcilable Differences, though, as a kid actress. Okay. Go see that movie. That was like a real I saw her on E.T. Yeah, but this is this was uh, darker. This is her parents. Uh, it's a great story, man. So her it, it follows this couple. They have this little girl, and it's uh, it's Shelley Long, right, from, from Cheers, right? So okay. Shelley Long married to Ryan O'Neal. This is right? before the money pit or before, after the money after pit? After she left Cheers, this is one right. of the first things she did. So she's the wife. Ryan O'Neill's the husband. They don't get along. They start to have fights and whatever, and they get divorced. 
he becomes this big Hollywood producer while they're, you know, going through this problem. And he cheats on her, of course, with the lead actress of this film he's casting. And he becomes this big deal. So he's super rich. They get divorced. He's living like a king. She's living like a absolute, you know, dog in a tiny ass apartment and no help. And the daughter is going through this juxtaposition of like with rich daddy who buys me everything and the mom who loves me. And then Shelley Long starts writing and she becomes a novelist. And then her career goes through the roof. And at the same time, Ryan O'Neill goes the exact opposite way. And his movies start flopping left and right. And he loses his house. He loses his money. He loses his girl. And it ends up that, like, he's exactly where she was. And she's exactly where he is. And it's kind of like this, you know, daughter who, like, came to realize, like, oh, it's not about money. Like, you, you get the life lessons of, like, what this kid's going yeah, sounds through. sounds good. And she was amazing. And how old it. was she? In Six, seven oh, years old. Oh, she was old. that young. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, and it was hard. It's You know, I was a divorced kid living through that, and that movie, you're watching it, and it's just like, oh, my God, this is exactly what I'm going through. Huh. So, good flick. Cool. Go watch it out there. All right, um, my last question for you, Nick. Mm-hmm. I'm, no, you're... You got to guess the... No, you got to guess the second one. Oh, yeah, that's right. I never guessed the second youngest to win anything. You want a clue? Meryl Streep is such a great guest because she's won so much. And she has won so, so much. much. But the youngest I remember her is like uh, Kramer, Kramer, Kramer versus Kramer. Was that her first one or was it Sophie's Choice? Sophie, no, Sophie's Choice came after Kramer versus Kramer. Okay, so yeah, there you so go. So Kramer versus Kramer was the first Meryl Streep. It's not the right answer. Yeah, she wasn't there. Yeah. Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, for Silver Linings Playbook. There you go. 22 did, years old. Did not know that. Yeah, I figured there was a reasonable chance Meryl Streep, maybe 24, 25, could have been. There, but uh, all right. Well, she's no Marley Matlin, Jer- Jennifer Lawrence, but she won for Silver Linings Playbook, didn't she? Or no? She won. That's yeah, what she, she won, won for. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. She's. I like her. I've I've always liked her. Um, all right, Nick. I'm not going to give you the clue that the rest of the country gets. Okay. What television show cast member ranks top five all time in box office gross from his voiceover roles in movies? The clue everybody gets is the TV show. Right. Okay. So it's John Ratzenberger. Yes, <laughs> because he did what all Cheers of cast the member Pixar ranks top five all time. He's in the top five all time box office gross because he's in every he's Pixar in every movie. Pixar movie. They put him in every Pixar movie. Every single one of them. Yeah. So that guy. Is there anybody Cliff that's Clavin. got it better than Cliff Clavin, folks? All right, that's a wrap on episode three twenty of the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. For Nick, my name is Drew. See you next week. This has been the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Visit us online at quizzopodcast.com for more information.
Thank you. 